how you been doing? I, it's been a little bit. I know. Like, it feels you, like, you, I mean, it's been, been almost two weeks, it feels like, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm okay. I think, I th- I think I've got the basement leaking under control finally, so I'm very happy about that. I did a bunch of more work on the house the other day, and then we had a pretty big storm. And uh, it mostly stayed dry. There, there was like three. I don't want to make this a long thing, but there was like basically three separate leaks, and two of them there was no water at all, and one of them still had some. But that was like the the least severe of the three. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I think I know where that one's coming from now, anyway. So like this week, you know, today, tomorrow, or something, I'll go uh, mess around with that one because then we're getting another storm coming in, which. Man, it's just it's endless, isn't it? It is, but I mean, to be honest, like if I'm trying to fix the house, like you know, what better test than to have a storm come through? But yes, I mean, yeah, it's getting old because I, I it, you know, it feels like you know, I don't know. It depends on where you live, I guess. For some people, this is just totally normal. But like, if I wanted this kind of weather, I'd move to like Seattle, you know? Yeah. So, um, but I mean, I mean, we've been having severe weather here too. Yeah. Last night we had like a crazy windstorm again. We've been having a lot of wind storms here, you know, like yeah. high winds. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think, did I talk about this, about the, like the piece of the, uh, yes. Siding coming off. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to get into that again. Okay. Uh, but I mean, I wouldn't I'm mind all the rain if it wasn't gonna... for the basement, you know, I just I get really frustrated because it's like I have like, you know, things I want to do as far as like my show. Right. Mm. And I have like, you know, stuff set up and then like, oh, here comes another, you know, we're going to get an inch of rain on Thursday or whatever. And then I have right. to like tear everything down and move it away from the wall and, and, you know, put absorbent mats out. And it's just like it makes it very hard for me to get work done on the show. You know? Yeah, that's stressful. And like I already have enough stressful. like obstacles and I just don't need that on top of it. And plus it's just like having water come into your house is just bad. You know, YouTube show <laughs> well, or yeah. no YouTube show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, you're making progress, which is yes. I guess the important part, right? You yeah. know, it's got to feel good to say saying like, "Hey, I've actually fixed this." Yeah. You know, yeah. for the most part and you know, there there is an end in sight. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm becoming quite, I don't want to brag, but I'm becoming quite the expert at fixing dry rot. So, really? I, yeah, I was telling uh, one of my coworkers the other day, you know, that I want to quit my job and just start my own business and I'll just be like a dry rot specialist. You know, like everybody around here is like a general contractor, handyman. Like I'm not going to, I'm going to be like, I'm like dry rot Chris, you know, like, oh man, this, <laughs> this window frame's all messed up. Why you got to call dry rot Chris? <laughs> You, you can charge the big bucks for that, right? Yeah, exactly. Because it's so specialized. Right. And nobody wants to deal with anything called rotting. Any, yes. Anything rot. Yes. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. Uh, I mean, we were supposed to record earlier in the week, and you're like, well, we got another storm coming in. So, yeah. and last week, I think we were supposed to record, but I, you know, I had a crazy weekend last weekend i went to uh, i went to milwaukee right for work yeah and uh it, it was it was kind of kind of a whirlwind you know i i had to get up my plane out was at six o'clock in the morning i don't so care. i had to get up at three thirty. i don't care for that at all no, no it sucked uh but you know it's fine like kind of once you sit like you know get into the fact that like that's what you got to do you just you just get really good at pushing through it, I guess. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I had to get up 
so can you sleep? Like, if you know you have to get up at three thirty no, to catch a plane, I mean, like, I I do sleep, but like I, it's like so like surface level. That yeah. Like I'm so like worried no I'm going to oversleep and miss it that I can't even sleep. Yeah, I will. Do you, I mean, do you have your wife set an alarm for you too? I mean, uh, I would have my wife like set an alarm too. I I don't maybe I don't know, but it's not even. I don't, it's just the stress of the whole thing. Just yeah, it's yeah. it's horrible. Yeah. But I wasn't even supposed to go, but um, a coworker had like a family thing at the last minute, and then I had to basically go last minute because uh, he was going to drive because he lives in Chicago and he was going to drive over to Milwaukee, which is like a couple hours or something like that. And uh, they only had budget, you know, they were cons- like had budget for like his mileage to drive there, not for like a flight for me. So I had to basically look for the cheapest flights possible. Yeah. And that flight was <laughs> leaving at six o'clock on Saturday morning. And I got there and I shot all day. I said my my uh, my stepper on my watch said that I did like like twenty thousand steps, and that's like carrying a big gimbal around too. Yeah, you know, like shooting all this stuff and walking on like a like a solid concrete floor all day. Which, twenty thousand steps—that's like miles. It's it's yes, yeah, it's, it was uh, eight and a half miles. Wow. Were you like were you filming a parade? No, I'm just going around. This this place is inside of a big convention center, so there's like a lot of booths and stuff like that. That you like, just a lot of things going on. Oh, like this time. was like a, a convention. You're saying? Yes, it was the uh, it was the sport like the Milwaukee Sports Show, which uh, you know is sports, but it's really just like like hunting and like like that kind of fish, like like hunting, fishing, like outdoors, that kind of sport. outdoorsman yeah. sports. You'd say? Okay. Yes, yes. So it was that. And I mean, I was there all day and, um, so we wrapped up around eight o'clock and then like the entire team went out for dinner and then, uh, I was flying out on Sunday morning at 6am. So I had to get up at three thirty again and then, you know, like and barely slept again and then got home and I took, I took a nap. I'm, I'm not a big napper. Yeah. Like I, I hate. I hate napping. Have we? Have we? Ta- I always ask if we've talked about stuff. Yeah, like I always that. wonder about that too. But talk about it again because I hate napping too. So oh, I hate naps. Yeah. Uh, Why specifically do you hate naps? Because I hate like well, a I feel like I'm missing out on something if I do, and b like I just I feel like I have like a thin layer of like like not I want to say grease but it's not grease just like a thin, thin layer of like l- like grossness over me if I like sleep in the middle of the day like you think know. you wake up and you just feel gross yes okay. like I mean if I sleep in the middle of the day like odds are I'm going to have to take a shower but you're also just, like, worried that like you're going to fall asleep and then when you wake up your your wife's going to be like oh man you missed it Jake the Snake Roberts was here while you were asleep <laughs> well I mean I think that just goes back to like you know, being young, you know, my, my kids hate napping too. I think that they just would rather, um, I don't know, like they could like lay and watch TV and not fall asleep. Uh, in fact, the, when I know that they're sick, that the telltale sign that I know that they don't feel good yeah, is if they fall asleep during the day. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that is like the key to it. It's like, oh, I, I know that you're really sick because you're going to be, 
you fell asleep for a couple hours on the on the couch. Um, That's kind of interesting what was, you said though, because it reminds me of like being a kid when either like you know they tried to force you to take a nap, or you know you had like a bedtime at like eight thirty, and like yes. you would be like laying in bed with like your door just sort of ajar, and like you could hear people in the house, like your parents or whoever like having a good time and like you weren't allowed to be part of it because you it was your bedtime you know yes so maybe your issues with napping go i mean i don't know if that was your experience growing up but i who knows maybe it's some like deeply rooted thing that i never placed uh but i mean you know like my kids like struggle with bedtime as it is right now i mean i you know, growing up in a house like my my parents divorced when I was like less than a year old, so my mom was working a lot, and basically we had to put ourselves to bed. Like she'd say, "Okay, it's time to go to bed," and then she's not going to sit there and you know put us to bed, like wait for us to go to sleep or do anything like that. That really never happened. Yeah. So I learned, you know, fairly early to go to sleep on my own, even though like I would usually like wake up in my mom's bed. Uh-huh. In the morning, like I would just get up because I mean, I mean, my son does that. Like he comes in, gets in bed with us constantly. Yeah. Like in the middle of the night. Uh, but, you know, there's times where, you know, my my brother and I, whose whose bedroom was across the hallway from me, we would like my mom would be just doing whatever, watching her shows or whatever, and we would sit at our doors and just like talk or screw around with whatever. Yeah. Or like. You know, we had we had stupid kids games that we played that was like it makes no sense in retrospect. Yeah. You know, we had this one we called the golden statue where we just like had to like not move and the other person had to try to make them make the other one move. Mm-hmm. Which uh is really easy. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> and um we had one that we called a record player, which <laughs> Makes no sense. The only reason we called it record player is because we thought it was really funny to turn our noses like we were turning on the power for it. Oh, hmm. all right. <laughs> There's like no other th- aspect about it that you know, like, makes me think of a record player. We yeah. just thought it was okay. But so anyway, so you had to get up at three thirty again on Sunday, and then fly back yes. to back to the natty there. So, yeah, and you know it's like not was your that was your bad. Sunday all trashed then? Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, I, I showered when I woke up at the hotel. Yeah, before I went to the airport. But uh, you know, I came back and I slept for a couple hours, and then I got up and took another shower. Um, right, um, right. Because and it's, it's you know it is not like that long of a flight. Plus, hotel showers a, is ne- that's never as good as showering at home. I don't think. Like, I don't ever feel as clean. It's true. You know, like yeah. crappy hotel soap and everything. Yeah, I mean, you, I, like you know, you smell weird because you're not you don't you don't have your normal, you know, whatever scented yeah. products you use. You know, but when you're just kind of you know you're hunkering down, you're just getting through it. Like I just need to get home. Yeah, then you know it's fine. That's what like an hour uh, flight or something. That's gonna be pretty short. It's it was it's so quick, but there's no direct flight. <laughs> so I had to. I had to fly going there. I had to fly from Cincinnati to, to uh, Detroit, uh-huh. and then to Milwaukee, and then coming back, I had to fly to Chicago and back. Which and which airport for, in Chicago? Um, uh, the main one. Or, okay. O R D. I can't think of yeah. what it's called. O'Hare. Like, the main, like the, O'Hare. That's it. Yes. I, I was at, I was only asking. I don't know if anybody here's ever flown into Midway, but like just because of where it mm. is, like 
you have to come like the descent into the into the airport is like really steep. Oh, you know, it's horrible. You you can't get that like nice, gentle, like gradual landing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I hate flying in general, but I think in recent years I've become more accustomed to it and better at it. Yeah, I think really like a big breakthrough was probably going to Japan. So when we flew yeah. to Japan, it was, you know, it's a long flight. Yeah, and like that was fine, but um, and like I absolutely cannot one hundred percent sleep on planes, even yeah. if I was tired. Like oh. I just. I cannot fall asleep. My wife can just like immediately fall asleep. Like she can't even stay awake. I just put, I put some headphones on with some music that I like. That's like relaxing. Yeah. I can lights out. Oh, I I'm envious, but there's just something about it. And I, I think that <laughs> I always attribute the fact that I don't like to fly to, um, now to, to die hard too. Really? <laughs> that horrible plane crash. Yeah. At the end. Cause like, like that's scary, and also, it was like further compounded probably when I saw the movie Alive, about the soccer team that got. Oh, I haven't seen that one. They got stranded on the mountains, and they had to like eat yeah. the, the dead. You 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 know the story though, right? The, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know that has a pretty horrifying plane crash scene in it, where the entire back of the plane, like, gets, yeah, cut off, and people are in their seats and they get pulled out the back. Oh, yeah, I don't know that. That stuff doesn't bother. I mean, I, I can see that and be like, oh, I, you know, but it doesn't make me not want to. Like, I don't like flying, like, just because I don't like all of the. The the rigmarole. Yeah. Like, once I'm on the plane, it's fine. Like, I don't, like, I, I had a job where I had to fly, like, probably almost every week. That's probably, maybe that's an mm. overstatement. But at least two to three times a month, I would say I was flying somewhere. And so I got just super used to it, you know. And I, I, mean, I kind of liked it, to be honest. Because like, I would have, like, stuff like what you did. Mm-hmm. But like I would leave at like a, a six a.m. flight, and then I would be back in my house before my wife even got home from work. And <laughs> so it just wild. made me feel like this huge badass. Like, oh yeah, I just yeah. I had to fly to. Like, I just went here for the day. Oh, yeah, like I flew hours, to flew you know Phoenix or Salt Lake City and like fixed this mass spectrometer, and then I'm I'm back in my house <laughs> playing PlayStation at like three thirty in the afternoon. Like that was pretty cool, but. No, it's just like, you know, and the, the, it's the reason I get all stressed out about it is like there's so many variables, right? Like, okay, I got to get to the airport. Is there going to be traffic? Am I going to be able to find parking? What's yeah. TSA going to be like as far as like how long the lines are going to be? Like right. generally for me, once I got through TSA so that all I have to do is go over to my gate, then I was just like, okay, cool. Like it's over. Like yeah. now I, I, you know, I'm, I'm through. I got like 30 minutes to kill. Awesome. You know? Yeah. You know, I had to get the uh, the TSA pre-check. Yeah. Uh for for work and it's it's great. I feel like it's well worth it because yeah. it's it's something like it's like $80 for 3 years or something. Yeah. It's so worth it. Basically, the way it's set up now is you if you have that this cuz it's a separate line. Yeah. And you don't have to take off your shoes, you don't have to like unpack stuff from your your bag. Yeah. And like here I'm like carrying like video equipment right. in like a pelican pelican case and you know i just send it through but basically i can walk out my door and be at my gate in like 45 minutes yeah that's great yeah i think they so rolled that's... that out right as i was leaving that job because i remember i, I had oh, started okay. going through the process of doing that mm-hmm. and then i ended up quitting my job and so i was like all right uh, well you know i mean if you were flying if you're flying at least Three times a year, I think yeah. it's worth it. I, I mean, I haven't been on an airplane since like probably in like four years. So yeah, uh, 
you know, I hope to get back to that at some point. But uh, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, man, I had something. Oh, I was just gonna say. Uh, just I thought this was always funny. Like uh, one of the places I had to go was uh, Helena, Montana. Helena. Yeah, in Montana, it's the capital of Montana. I don't. Oh. I don't know if you okay. knew that, but um, I didn't. All right. Well, it's the capital of Montana. That's why I had to go there was because it was the capital, and um, it has this like really, really. I know it's the capital, but it's still Mont. Like, I, I think the entire state of Montana is like less than a million people, right? And they're all spread out. So, yeah. like, the airport in Helena is like two gates. Oh. <laughs> and uh, it. I mean, I used to love. The only thing I didn't like about going there is like I had to fly from here to Salt Lake City, and then I had to wait like four hours for the flight that went from Salt Lake City to to Helena. Oh geez, and um, and that kind of sucked because I mean four hours in an airport that's kind of rough. Um, yeah, and so I even though so I would go to Helena, I had to go there like twice a year, and I literally had about thirty minutes of work to do because <laughs> it was like I had to do this like biannual preventative maintenance on this extremely simple piece of equipment where it was like mm-hmm. take the cover out, uh, blow the dust out of it like put some machine oil on all of the linear bearings and then like run a little test to make sure that it's cool. And then like, you're done. Yeah. So I had to do the, I did this thing where like, so I would fly there and I wouldn't even get to Helena until like, it was like after five, even though I left my house, you know? Yeah. Fairly like not early in the morning, but let's say I had to leave my house by like 9am or something. And mm-hmm. then like, you know, fly to Salt Lake city, wait around and fly to Helena. By the time I got there, it was like dinner time. So then I'm like, I would just stay in a hotel, get up. I would get up like first thing in the morning. I would get up so that like I was at the lab when they opened at like 8 a.m. Right. Because then I would get in there. I would do my 30 minutes of work, you know, you know, press the flesh a little bit, you know, because I was like, you know, that was the only visit they got from the company. So they go, like, oh, how are you guys doing? Everything's OK. Blah, blah, blah. OK, I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm. And then like I would go eat breakfast. I had a, I had a breakfast spot that I went to. And then I had just time because I think the flight didn't leave until like 1130 or something. And so I had all this time to kill. And like in Helena, the airport is right next to the Costco. And so I used to just go like hang out in Costco for like 90 minutes. But it's not like you can buy anything at Costco because everything at Costco is huge. Well, I couldn't buy like a TV. You're correct. But like, you know, they, they or even like toilet paper. Well, yes, especially not that. But, I mean, they would have cool stuff that we didn't have at that time. Like, I think Costco's kind of changed a little bit. But I remember I used to go there, and they would have, like, these, like, really nice, like, merino wool socks, you know, because it's Montana. Mm -hmm. And, like, at that time, we wouldn't have those here because, like, you don't, you know, most people don't really need merino wool socks where I live. But so I would, like, I would grab stuff like that. But it was more just something to do. And the reason for that is that the airport was so tiny. Like, I would show up and, like... I'd have to be like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to go through TSA. And there'd be like some dude off somewhere else. He'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll be there in a few minutes. Because there was nobody else waiting to get on an airplane, you know? Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> Stress-free. Although that's, I got really bad food poisoning in Helena, Montana. So Oh, geez. One time I had and, to and, stay. And, and you're traveling. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, I think we talked about is... that already. But like, I had to stay for an extra day. Cause like I, I, you know, I, I was doing the exact routine I just told you, except I woke up in the middle of the night and it was, had horrible food poisoning and the entire next day I had to stay in bed. And then like the following day I got up in the morning and went to the lab, but I still felt terrible. And then I wow. had to fly home, which sucked. Cause I'm like sitting in the, 
sitting on the airplane, like eating saltine crackers and, and like the <laughs> trying not to throw up. Yeah. And I was sitting in like the front row cause it's like a little tiny plane, you know? And so the, the stewardess or whatever, they don't call them that anymore. Uh, 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 flight attendant looked at me and she's like, Oh, are you, are you, you have like a uh, air sickness. And I just, I just kind of said, no, it's food poisoning, you know? She's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, just let me know if you need anything. I was like, I'll, I'll make it. But even, like, when I got home, I was still just, like, laying on the couch just, like, eating. Uh, I don't know if you ever eat Gin Gins. The, they're, like, a chewy. They're like, ginger snaps, kind of? No? Uh, they're, like, a chewy ginger candy. Oh. I was eating that and saltine crackers and then just drinking water. It's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. But Helena, Montana, a beautiful place. Yeah. They, you know, they call yeah, that like big sky country, you know, and it's really true. I don't know how. Oh, it, yeah. Somehow I mean, it I mean, manages. That's... I don't know how the sky is bigger there, but it, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, thinking about that, like I'd never been there before, but you always see these photos where it does look like the sky is so much bigger. Yeah. And there's just beautiful mountains and everything. It's Yeah. I, I always every time I went there, I wished I could have like I could stay for like an extra day. Yeah. Just so I could, you know, leave town and go see something, you know? Yeah. Go out. We're doing this thing with with my kids where we got this map that has these, all the states you can scratch it off. Yeah. Places you visited. Yeah. That's cool. So it's kind of a fun little uh, activity to do with them. Yeah. I guess. My my wife really wants to go out west uh, with the kids maybe next summer. Just kind of take a like a week-long road trip type thing. Yeah. Um, I I would like to do it. Yeah. But I'm also a little nervous about it. Why? <laughs> because it just, that's a long time to spend in the car. With yeah. Kids who have a hard time going yeah. two and a half hours to their grandparents. <laughs> I get that. I mean, I don't know. I, I drove a couple of years ago. I drove from Denver to here to Sacramento, and that's the longest road trip by far I'd ever taken. And, uh, but were you by yourself? Yeah, I was in the car by myself. I mean, I think it's kind of cool though being by yourself. I mean, as someone with kids, yeah, if I have to take a road trip and I'm by myself, it's just it's so nice. Yeah, I think, oh, I'm just gonna get in here, I'm gonna listen to some podcasts, listen to some music. Yeah, and I mean, I wish, yeah, you know, I wish I had to, my wife with me, that would have been cooler. Yeah, just because you I see mean, cool stuff and you have nobody to, oh man, check that out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I know I wouldn't, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be as fun to have kids, but obviously I don't, you know, if I wanted kids, I would have them and you have them. So, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, you're, you're building memories, damn it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you always say, I guess growing up, you're making these memories. Yeah. But in the moment. Yeah. It, it can feel very. Oh, I get not it. memorable. I, yeah. Like it feels horrible. I can definitely uh, empathize <laughs> uh, with that, but uh, I don't know. I just always try to think about like what are what are all my, like my big memories of being a kid, like the things that really stuck with me. And I always kind of mm-hmm. imagine in my head, like if I had you know a kid or multiple kids, like the things I would try to do with them because I felt like that's the kind of thing they would remember, you know, for the rest of their lives. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and it shapes them in ways that you can't possibly imagine. Yes. I guess. Yes. Uh, anyway, my, hey, my grandparents. Uh, oh, oh no, no, you're go ahead. My grandparents used to, you know, we would go and on trips with them every every summer, maybe for a couple of days. But we would also go to Florida every year for for spring break for for two weeks. Um, and it was always a pain in the butt to get down there because, I mean, that I don't remember going down when I was older 
Wait, you drove to Florida from like Buffalo? No, 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 no. We we flew. We oh, flew down to Florida. But my, uh, but I remember those days. Remember those days when you had to get really dressed up to fly? No. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not. I'm just. I my I took my first airplane ride when I was like an adult. So. Oh, okay. I didn't. We didn't have airplane money when I was growing up. There, I, there was a time I feel like when you had to. I don't know. You just get dress up a little bit nicer when you're going to fly on the plane. Yeah. I don't know when that stopped. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now people are wearing pajama pants and Uggs on the plane. Yeah. Which to me or is jo- understandable. I, I wear I mean, joggers. Flying sucks. So like you should be as comfortable as possible. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, I don't but, I mean, do also that, at that time there was, who do that. there was smoking on planes too. Yeah. Which is, is in, absolutely insane when you think about it. Oh, for sure. I used to, uh, I talked about this on my show, but I used to ride the train a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, the, my, like Amtrak type? Yeah, no, train. yeah, it was, it was, it was Amtrak. Because uh, mm-hmm. my parents lived like, th- you know, two and a half hours uh, away from each other. And so like, you know, whichever parent I lived with full time, I'd have to go visit the other, well, not have to, but I wanted to go visit the other parent. But like nobody wanted to drive me, so they would just stick me on a, pl- on a train, right? Like someone would drop me mm-hmm. off at the train station. And then I would get to my destination and the other person would be there waiting, you know, for me to get there. Right. Yeah. Um, but when I was a kid, there was still smoking on the train. And mm. the funny thing to me is that there was a smoking car. Like if you want to smoke while you're on the train, this is how it was, you know, by the time I was, I'm sure before that, like every car was a smoking car, but yeah. Um, but what was funny is that where they would put the smoking car, like let's say it was like a five car train, just making that number up right you would have like three non-smoking cars then the smoking car and then like the club car or whatever like where they had like the restaurant and snack bar and whatnot i see right? so you had to walk through the smoking car to get to that right like wouldn't you put the smoking car like at the front where like nobody has to walk through it but yeah it would be like the order or i just said is the order they would be it. in so that yeah everybody had to walk through the smoking car and i just remember like, you know, for anybody that's ridden like Amtrak or any other similar train, like you go up to the door and you push this button in the middle of the door and it's like it opens like Star Trek. Yes. Like slides yeah. open and then you have to walk through like the, the you know, between the cars, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you step over the thing and then you push the button to go into the next car, like the exact same kind of door. And it would just open and it was just like this haze, you know, like there's just like this miasma of smoke. Just like floating like in the 18 inches below the ceiling, you know? Yeah. And sometimes I would like try to hold my breath and make it through the whole car holding my breath. Because like I just used to hate that. Like when I was a kid, you know, like my all my well, both my parents smoked and and Mm -hmm. two of my four grandparents smoked. And like they had no problem. Like if I was riding in the car with them, they would smoke in the car and not even roll the window down. Or like, I know. Yeah, I, I remember that too. Like the best like, I could get is my dad would crack the window open like a half an inch. Yeah, same and here. somehow like, he I thought that made like, a difference. I, I don't even understand that. Yeah. Even as a smoker. Right. Like I wouldn't want <laughs> I wouldn't want want to like not have the window open at least a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Like yeah, even when like, I was smoking, I didn't like secondhand smoke, even if it was my own secondhand smoke, you know? Like like yeah. just wait until you get like, I always preferred just smoking outside. Like, I'm going to go outside and have a cigarette, right? 
Yeah. So like if I'm, I understand if you're driving like three hours and you're like, oh, I can't wait that long because I'm addicted to nicotine. But it's like we were just going to the store. Like, can you just wait and then when we get there, you can like stand in the parking lot and have a cigarette? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I I don't understand the the idea of not rolling down the window. And we I my brother and I had to make a big deal about it. Yeah. Like, can you just roll down the window like a little bit? Because for me, it would. It would start. It would make me sick to my stomach. Oh yeah, I feel like if you if you already kind of have a, a thing where like I used to get car sick. Not yeah, like, I, I get car not sick to the point I, of like, throwing up, but I would get very nauseous riding in the car, especially yeah in the back because like you know if if I had like my dad driving, my mom and the or my stepmom in the passenger seat, then I'm in the back seat, which is I'm, all, mm-hmm. I'm already going to get car sick, and now you're up there smoking with the window not even down, and it's just going to make it even worse, and then. And then they would ask, they would act like I'm the wuss when I'm like, "Oh, you got to pull over and <laughs> like I you're throw the up. problem." Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just a drag. Uh, anyway, hey, uh, before I change the subject, it is 30 minutes into the show, and uh, I believe we have a special message from uh, our friend Buffalo Bill. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't tell you oh, that. There we he got is. A, we got a yeah. we got a special guest today. Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Buffalo Bill, and you're listening to episode 22 of Here's My Question for You. Peace. Oh, my God. Thank you so much to Buffalo Bill for, wow, for stopping by the show. Just, Wait, what's uh, he? What, uh, I thought you were dead, man. I don't know how that uh, that's crazy. That's just I mean, it's just a movie. It's not real, right? That depends. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> That's it for uh, the Buffalo Bill segment uh, of the show today. <laughs> Man. Uh, hey, do you have, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm not prepared today, I freely admit it. Um, you got any uh, does it slap or should we eat it? Oh, heck yeah. Oh, good. I mean, I have one that I feel is what might be a uh, an impossible question. I just, I don't have my... I don't have any gadgets uh, on me, and I have my lists. I, you know, I need uh, my phone or my iPad. By the way, while you're looking at whatever you're looking at, yes, I don't I know if you looked at, my... at the comments on episode 21, but I was happy to see that several people uh, agreed with me about the phone thing. And I don't think not a yeah, single oh. person had like, you know, oh, no, what are you talking about? I love my phone. You know, like the two things I like to complain about are my phone and Microsoft Windows. But if you complain about Windows, you get all these Microsoft fanboys. Who yes. think that like Windows is awesome and make a pol- I say, well, what about you know it does this, it does this, it does this, and they try to make all these excuses, you know, for it. But with with the phone, nobody was like, whoa, whoa, whoa I love my phone. What are you talking about? Yeah, almost everybody, like basically everybody, was like, man, it sucks. Yeah, it's like this this world we live in, this reliance, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. But anyway, all right. So you got your. Uh... Well, we got to play the. Yeah. We should go back to the other one, though. Cause you... yeah. Does he slap? 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 Should be here. That was not very oh. loud. Did you, uh, was that... did you drop a glass or something? What happened? Did you drop a beer bottle? I heard some breaking That's probably glass Buffalo there. Bill. Oh, probably, yeah. Screwing around. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't very loud. I mean, I'm still working on levels. You might need to insert that, like it's the no, real version, no like into that. I can take care of it. Okay. So this one's kind of maybe like like one of these 
This isn't people. the Terminator it's, Two it's, thing, is it? Because you already did that. It, no, it's 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 kind of tailored to you a little bit. Oh, all right. I mean, I, I guess. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see. So, the idea behind this one is I have three people. Okay. And, you know, you obviously had to you have to keep one. Okay. If one of them is my the, wife, I'm going to keep her. No. Okay. It's not. Uh, but I think that the idea of eating two of them, like they need to be. Like all your memories of them, oh wow, have to be eliminated. Wow. All right. Okay. Bruce Springsteen, Steven Spielberg, or Joe Montana. All right. Uh, Bruce Springsteen is the easy one. I'm not. Okay. I'm not a fan of Bruce. I mean, I don't dislike the guy, but I just think he's kind of overrated. In my opinion, okay, okay, you know, but very there, talented there, person. Respect, I understand. You understand. Very, yes, I respect you know. uh, all of his accomplishments. I'm saying I have never, that I can remember, I have never on purpose chosen to listen to Bruce Springsteen. Like I've never owned one of his albums, or like, oh, you know what I feel like listening to right now is some Dancing in the Dark. Never. Okay. But but I mean you there there is respect there. It's just like you know that he's yeah. Just it's not, not like I think oh the boss sucks. He's just not. It's just not for me. Just not. It's not um, for you. Okay. Yeah. So it really comes down to Joe Montana versus uh, Steven Spielberg, and yeah. um, I'm not saying it's not a tough one, but mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'm, I'll explain you know my reasoning I guess. But uh, you you just can't get rid of Steven Spielberg. You know, I just can't. You're saying like, <laughs> yeah. like every movie I've ever seen that, you know, he was involved in has to go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here's the thing with Joe Montana. Like, I love Joe Montana. I'm a huge 49ers fan, you know, but, you know, I don't, I feel like I don't have nearly as many memories of him playing as I do of Steve Young. Oh, okay. And, and like, so, I know I mean, that if- Joe Montana won four Super Bowls and everything. And, you know, like, you know, Huge respect for Joe Montana, obviously. Okay. But, you know, I have, like, you know, Steve Young is my all-time favorite 49ers quarterback. And, okay. like, so, he's my second I mean, all-time favorite 49er behind Jerry Rice. So, okay, um, as much as, you know, but it's still it's a good question because you're basically saying I have to eliminate, like, four Super Bowl championships from the 49ers, right? But, <laughs> you know, I just have, you know, because he left the team when I was, like, what, 14, 15 years old, you know? And so, like, okay. most of my teen years, you know, when I was a lot more into football because I got a little bit older and, and, you know, understood the game better, was watching Steve Young play. So okay, uh, it's it, it pains me to do it, but I have to yeet uh, Joe Montana. Okay. All yeah. right. So, I mean, I guess I over-anticipated or overestimated no, no, your attachment. Good, not at all. It's a good... To Joe. Well, but, it's funny because like I, when I was a kid, I was a huge Joe Montana fan, and I I hated Steve Young. Like whenever the like the game got to where it was like a blowout, and they'd be like, "Oh, we're gonna pull out Joe Montana and and let Steve Young get in there and get some reps." I used to hate that because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Who's this clown?" You know? Yeah. But just the way the guy, you know, once once Montana left, and because I was one of those guys where like when Montana left, I was kind of glad. You know, because he would get injured and be out for like, you know, oh, he's not going to be right, around for the right. whole rest yeah, of the season. And so then Young would come in and play really well. And it's like at some point, like you got to give the team, you know, you can't stay healthy because you've got yeah. little tiny bird legs. Like, you know, <laughs> at some point, like you got to step aside and let Young have the team. And so by the time that happened, 
I was glad. I didn't want Montana back, not because I didn't love the guy, but just because it was time, I thought, for yes. the Niners to move on. So, How long did he play in Kansas City? And it was, Did he only play in Kansas City after that? Yeah, I think it was only for a couple of years. And I think he made it to what? I think he made it to the AFC Championship game with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember walking into it like it was his first game at Kansas City, I think. Uh-huh. Because didn't he like join Kansas City like midseason or something like that? No, uh, I don't believe so. I could be wrong. Uh-huh. I don't know. I haven't. Uh, but that's not I just remember about being on a, a TV in, in a Woolworths yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Because there was a Woolworths at the, uh, at, the, at the mall. Yeah. You know, right where I grew up. I have, I have very few memories of Woolworths. Did you ever you ever been to a Woolworths? We had one. I, I remember when I was a kid, we had one at one of the malls. Mm-hmm. But did it have like the the it, diner like? like see, that's the, what the people always spoon. talk about that, and I just don't. So we had two malls where I lived, mm-hmm. and the mall that I liked more that we used to go to more often. Like the reason we went to that mall, like one of the anchor stores was Sears. Mm-hmm. And the other anchor store my grandma worked at, uh, just so she could get the discount on clothes. And um, <laughs> so we used to always go to that mall, and that's not the I mall see. where the Woolworths was. So, mm-hmm. um, so I, I remember there being a Woolworths at the other mall, but I don't, re- I don't have any memories of like going in there. Like I said, people always talk about the diner. Like I always remember yeah. the diner or the luncheonette or whatever at Kmart. Mm, okay, I, I never. I I've seen the one at Kmart, and I think that some Targets had them, and some even still do. Like, well, like now, if you diner. go to Target, you can get they have like popcorn and pizza, but they used to have a little thing where they had like booths, and you could go order. They had like a grill, and you could get like a hamburger and and sit down and eat. Yeah, but yeah, um, I think those are all gone now. It's funny you I, bring up Target. I wasn't going to bring this up, but <laughs> um. My my wife and I kind of had this whole thing happen. La- this whole situation came to a head, I would say, like last week, where um, I think both of us have just been getting more and more sort of disenchanted or disappointed with Target. Really? But so neither one of us ever said anything because it's like, well, we got to go. There's like certain things we just get them at Target, like most like personal yeah, yeah. care products or, you know, like mm-hmm. paper towels and soda and stuff like that. We would just go to Target. Yeah. And, you know, but I used to like going to Target because, like, I always go check, like, the video games. And I, I always would go, check the clearance. I've yes, so much check stuff Electronics clearance. clearance. I check all the video games. And, like, you know, for me, I would always go look at the Hot Wheels, you know, see if there's any cool mm-hmm. Hot Wheels. And, um, but, like, you go there now and they don't have, like, the Hot Wheels aisle is always empty. The the video game aisle is, is like, 75 to 80% empty. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of been that way for a while now, but there's, I mean, there's a lot of other ways where I feel like target has sort of been on, you know, this downward slide. Um, and, uh, like the last time we went, uh, we went to target last week and, um, like my wife finally said something, you know, she's like, I don't like coming here anymore. Like, this is not even nice, you know, like, cause she had been, I don't know why she was like craving for popcorn. Right. And uh, oh. they're like renovating. <laughs> she, so she just goes likes going to the Target for the popcorn. Now. Well, no, we would get the popcorn, you know. But that they were like they're like renovating where the popcorn and the Starbucks mm-hmm. is, you know. So you couldn't get that. So it's like, oh well, let's just go get a bag of popcorn, you know, from like the yeah. chips aisle. 
And, um, you know, now Target's like selling all this stuff. They're, they're getting really big into having their own store brand. Yes. Of lots of things, like including food. And yeah. uh, so they had this. Sto- my wife really likes the wine. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's something. Because um, it's like cheap for a big bottle. Yeah. And anyway, so she reaches and grabs they have this olive oil. It's like olive oil and Himalayan sea salt, which like, I don't know. Okay. You know. Yeah. Uh, I don't care where the salt comes from personally, but uh, she reaches in there and grabs the bag and then realizes that there's like mouse crap all over, like stuck to the bag. Ooh. And she showed me, she's like, is that what, is that what I think it is? Is that like mouse turds? And I looked and I was like, yep, that's what that is. And uh, so she went and, you know, washed her hands and we, we just kind of <laughs> bought whatever else we were buying. But then like we were leaving and talking about it and just like, you know, we kind of felt like, you know, I don't think we want to come here really anymore because it's just like you get, you know, half the stuff you're looking for, they don't have it. And just so mm-hmm. much of their stuff is just not, it's not even nice anymore. You know, like whether it's like, you know, kitchen utensils or, you know, like towels and sheets and stuff like that, that we used to always get there. Now it's all their own store brand and it's like cheap, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, and then what happened is like, you know, this started like a long time ago and I know I've mentioned it before, but like, you know, we were pretty like anti Walmart. Like we just do not go to Walmart. Right. Yeah. And like yeah. we read, we read a whole book. Like someone wrote a book about this called like, you know, how, how Walmart is destroying America or whatever. And, and mm-hmm. it, I mean, certainly some of the points in that book are very, very true, but like you could yeah. say those same things about a lot of other com- oh, yeah. companies, right? It's like Walmart, I feel like kind of gets unfairly singled out for doing the exact same crap that like tons of other places are doing. Yeah. And uh, like my wife had not been inside a Walmart in something like 20 years. And like I would go in there sometimes, but she wouldn't. You yeah. Know. I mean, I go in there to like look at clearance stuff. Yeah. But anyway. So uh, just coincidentally, at the same time this whole Target thing happens, uh, like my wife's in the kitchen, you know, doing whatever, like making some food or, or yeah, she was making some food. And, uh, you know, we have those glass measuring cups like Pyrex, you know, you yeah. get like with a little handle mm-hmm. on it, you know, and like the two cup measuring cup was sitting on the counter and They're BPA free. Well, it's glass. So, it, yeah, I don't think well, the lids sometimes like have. All right. Well, I don't know. We have Pyrex stuff, but it's like, oh, anyway. the lids are BPA free. Sorry. Yeah. I don't even know what BPA is. Uh, it's uh, bisphenol, bisphenol A. There you go. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm an organic chemist, so I know these things. Yeah, um, I, I think. So anyway, after you're done, will you tell me why BPA? That I don't is know. I'm not a biochemist, bad. so okay. that requires a biochemist. Uh, anyway, so she just, you know, she accidentally knocks the the glass measuring cup off the counter, right? Like. It happens, right? Hits the floor and it and it, you know, breaks. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, no problem. We'll just get it. We'll get another one. You know, like who cares, right? Yeah. So, you know, there's there's two companies. Like this is another thing I kind of always go on about. You know, whether it's on Twitter or on my show, like you know, if 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 something if there's a product where you have the option of buying something that's made in the United States, I want to buy that, right? Like if yes. it, you yeah. know, 100%. and if if there's not then I want to buy, like, what other countries, like, is there, is there a European option? You know, basically it's just like, I want to buy stuff from countries that have like strong labor protections before I say yeah. like, okay, I have to buy something from China or whatever. Right. So in yeah. the case of like these measuring cups, there's like not one, but two different companies that still make the stuff here. Right. You have the Pyrex mm-hmm. stuff, which is made by Corning. 
right. and that that's all made in the United States. And then there's Anchor Hawking, right? With another that one's actually Anchor Hawking is in uh, is in Ohio there. So um, really, I, I I'm believe not familiar. I believe Corning is in New York, but I'm not positive. But oh, uh, Corning Anchor, is yeah. Anchor is Hawking it, is it is, Pennsylvania. Uh, Corning is Corning in, no Corning is New York. I think yeah, I went not, to the glass blowing their black glass blowing facility when I was in oh, high school. That'd be cool. Yeah, we saw that stuff. I don't. All right. Well, anyway, I don't remember too much about it. So I know I'm, I'm making this story way too long, but so anyway, like I just knew, okay, I'm going to buy either a Pyrex or an anchor hockey, right? I don't even really care. Mm-hmm. Like I, I read some reviews and people ran some tests and said one's a little better than the other, but ultimately who cares? Right. So, yeah. uh, I look, you know, uh, well, normally it's the kind of thing I would get at target. Cause normally we go to target for stuff like that. Well, target doesn't sell those anymore because now target sells them under their own store brand. So, oh, okay. right. And I don't, I mean, I didn't look because this was yeah. already, we were already getting like disenchanted with target, but it's like, I'm sure they're probably made in China. I don't know that for a fact. I'm, I'm, sure. I'm guessing they're probably for made sure. in China. All right. Yeah. So I look online this, this, and like there's a good chance of that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Because otherwise, why would you switch? Yeah. Right. It's just, because these I are mean, not it, expensive to begin with. The only reason you switch is because you think you can eke out some more profit by like, well, we'll just have these made. Cause like, if you go to the houseware section at target, most of it is is you know target store brand you know whatever yeah. brand. Well, I mean, selling. same thing with like furniture. Like they all have like the same. Right. Um, I can't think of what it's called. Like I know what the boxes look like and like the yeah. you know like the the design. Yes. Of the packaging. Right. So anyway, so I look online and and home you essentials know, or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Um, so I look online and like I can go to Walmart and they have anchor hawking. Uh measuring cups right mm-hmm. so i just tell my wife because i know i know you know she doesn't like walmart i just tell her i said look i'm gonna because I, oh i looked on amazon and you can get either one obviously on amazon but they're kind of a ripoff oh okay um like i, I was something else that, that olga and i had talked about is just well, like probably more difficult like, to ship ship that maybe i don't know i don't know i just think amazon's doing this thing now where like every, you get free shipping because you have amazon prime but like a lot of the prices seem like well you're just taking the shipping and you're building it into the price because mm-hmm. i can get this cheaper if i just go to the store you know right mm-hmm. so you know and plus and i'm not going to get into all that but it's like you can't to me it's like you can't say oh i'm not going to shop at walmart because of x y and z but i have no problem ordering things off of amazon you know yeah so yeah, anyway, so I, mean, I just told pretty... her, I said, look, I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go get these at Walmart. You can, you can come or not, but you know, and did she, um, did she go with? Yeah. So we, we ended up going to the grocery store to buy some stuff. And I said, well, maybe we'll have them there. And they didn't. And I said, look, I'm, we're already out. I'm going to go, we're going to go to Walmart. Yes. I just said, you know, if you want, you can wait in the car, you know, mm-hmm. and we get there and she's like, oh, I'll come in. And we're like walking through the parking lot. You know, she's like, oh man, I haven't been in a Walmart in like 20 years. This is like weird, you know? And, and so I don't know what she was expecting, but you know, like we walk in and like, I even said to her, I said, like, I feel like the ambiance at this particular Walmart to me just feels like if you had gone into target like 15 years ago, you know, really okay. as far as like, it's not, you go in there, it's like, it's everything's perfectly clean and organized. And like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a perfectly nice store, but I feel like targets, you know, I've noticed that a lot way. of these targets are getting like remodeled and they're trying to make everything look fancier. To make yeah. it seem like you're getting this more upscale shopping experience versus going right. to Walmart. But at the same time, they're taking all the products away and replacing them with crap, right? So anyway, yeah. like we go into the Walmart and we go over to the aisle 
where uh, uh, these measuring cups are going to be. And it's funny because it reminded me, I don't know if you've ever seen this picture. There's a sort of famous picture of like, Bor- I think it was Boris Yeltsin uh, in an American supermarket. Maybe it was it Gorbachev. I don't know. I don't remember. But it was some like one of these Russian premiers going into an, like visiting the United States, like on an official state visit and like going into a supermarket and just being blown away. Like I remember they the, the story behind that is that they went home and back to Russia and they thought that it was like a fake supermarket that the CIA had set up <laughs> to like make it. Cause you know, over there they, they were all told that however bad you think you have it, having to wait in line for toilet paper, like it's way worse in America, you know? And uh, so they came over here and saw like a supermarket and they're just like, Oh my God, like you have all these different choices, you know? Yeah. And anyway, <laughs> that's how I felt standing on that aisle at Walmart. Because I'm looking right. up and it's like, here's all the name brand stuff mm-hmm. that you can't get at Target anymore. And like just the full line, it's like, oh, here's like every kitchen tool, which, you know, I'm into that stuff because I like to cook. Right. So I'm looking yeah, at this yeah. wall and here's like every kitchen tool that KitchenAid sells, like all like bam, you know, and they had that for like a bunch of other brands, too. And then down here, here's all this like anchor hawking stuff. And then like next to that, like. Here's like eight different digital scales that you can buy, you know, because that's normally something I'd have to buy it, yeah. you know, at uh, on Amazon or something. Mm-hmm. And then like we go down this other aisle where all the silverware is because it was right next to it. We we're just trying to walk out, but we walk over there and like, you know, here's all this like Oneida silverware and what like, you know, name brand stuff that, you know, Target got rid of that a long time ago because they want to sell their own brand, you know. So really what's happening is that both of these companies are gunning for the other one's customers. I get, I don't know, but, then, but our takeaway swapping, our takeaway from that is that we're just going to start shopping at Walmart now. <laughs> After, I mean, it's, you know, it's going to be, I'll be the, you know, same crap, I guess, you know, and it, you saying that, you know, target used to be like really good and it's, it's not really anymore. It's just like a common thing. Like, I don't understand why things that are good just can't be like, this is good enough. Let's just keep it like well, this forever. I mean, I think with these companies, you know, especially when I it's, mean, when it's a, like, when it's a know, publicly traded more. company, they have, but then they have to, like you're obligated to your shareholders to maximize profit. And so if somebody sitting there at like, you know, target HQ over there in like Minnesota says, well, gee, you know, we're, we're buying all these like KitchenAid and Pyrex, kitchen tools mm-hmm. but if we make them you know if we if we have them made you know in china and sell them under our own brand we can actually make more profit then they have to do that right yeah for like a fleeting moment though and then people like yourself will be will say i don't want to do this I but don't, that's this the thing, not what like, i want you know that they they run the numbers on that stuff and say okay how many sales yeah. are we going to lose if we do this versus yeah you know and, you know, say what you want about Walmart, but Walmart is a privately held company and they don't so they don't have to. You know, and they're they're raking in the profits. Don't get me wrong, but I'm saying mm-hmm. like they don't have to do things a certain way to appease shareholders. They can right. just do, you know, and they're such a huge company that it's like if they think that they're getting charged too much from a place like Kit- KitchenAid, they can say, hey, like either you lower your prices or we're not going to sell your stuff here anymore. Yeah. So and then they would, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. it's just it's just. You know, an endless pit, I guess. The endless pit of capitalism. It is, but it just, for me, it's just like, I just want to be able to go somewhere and buy the things that I need. 
you know, like and get the one that you want. Yeah, but I also like if I'm going to go to the store, I'd like to be able to go browse and like look and you know, oh let me go check out let me go check out the video games real quick. And when you go there and there's just nothing. And I don't yeah. mean literally nothing, but I mean I think you'd be shocked if if I took a picture of like the video game aisle at oh, Target. I, I, it, I, it, I, I know I, exactly it, what you're talking. It about. feels like the Soviet Union. Like where where is everything? <laughs> it's just like because everything's under lock and key now, anyways. But like yeah. all of those little like individual like lockers or whatever where all the games are are empty. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's how it is at, at mine too. Yeah. And then you find games. You go and you look at the clearance, and you're like, oh well, this is right here. And you know, like I got, I got uh, Star the Star new Star Ocean game yeah. on the PS5 that came out in like December. Yeah, and it was already on clearance, and it was seventeen ninety nine. Well, that's and nice. there's like no way that I'm not going to buy that. Like of course, I will yeah. buy it for sure. Yeah, because the cheapest place to find it is like thirty five dollars or something yeah. like that. But right like now. at my Target, and, they don't even have that anymore. Like there was that one end cap where all the games were just sort of out. Yeah. Uh, that's gone, too. Like, it's just like there's no, where did all the games go, you know? Yeah, that is that is the question. You know, I think that the thing, the thing is, is clearance sections are in every department, and I don't think that they care where they put it. You know, like, maybe some of those games are, like, in a clearance end cap in a different department. Yeah, I mean, Because I don't know. they just happen to, like, oh, I have this clearance stuff, I'm just going to chuck it on here. Yeah, but I'm not. I mean, I'm not in there to go on some. You know, it's just I. I'm, oh, exactly. I'm only going exactly. there in the first place because I'm like, oh, I need paper towels and and you know, Coca Cola, right? And like, yeah. While I'm in there, Spindrift. The thing that yes, thank you, Spindrift. Uh, the thing that makes me want to go is like, oh, well, I'll go see if there's any cool new this or that, right? And so because yeah. it's not, it's kind of out of the way to go over there, and so, you know, when I go there and it's just like, oh, the shelves are empty again. It's like, well, then why am I coming over here? You know, like I can just buy yeah. those. I can go to my neighborhood supermarket and, you know, mm-hmm. pay, I can get, you know, Coke and paper towels and I'll pay a little bit more. But, yeah. you know, I'm saving time by not driving, you know, to the other side of town, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> my wife's really into going to the clearance end cap that's like in the grocery section because you Dude, there's some good stuff there sometimes. There's some some good stuff and. Stuff that you will buy because it's so cheap that you would never normally buy. Yeah. You know, sometimes there's like boxes of cereals. Like, I would never eat this kind of cereal. Yeah. But I mean, if it's going to be 99 cents, sure. Yeah. Like someone's going to eat this in the house. Yeah. You know, I I prefer cereal like that. It Like I, I would prefer cereal for every meal if I could. Yeah. But I'm also not picky and that I'll, you know, if it's cardboard like I, I i will eat and enjoy grape nuts like grape really nuts, like oh, don't taste grape. like anything no grape nuts taste like dog food in my opinion yeah yeah but i mean maybe they do but i mean they, they almost have no taste and it is did you know that during the pandemic there was a big shortage of grape nuts like no because i don't know cereal. who the hell I, eats grape nuts i think it's, that's like old people that's literally the worst cereal in my opinion <laughs> it literally like when I was a kid, we had a dog and I took a bite of a dog biscuit. I was like five or four. You know, like it tastes like grape nuts. No, I'd never had grape nuts, but I taste I took a bite just to see what it tasted like. And I was like, oh, I don't like that. And then whenever it was that I finally tried grape nuts, it was like, oh, that tastes exactly like that one time that I, that I yeah. took a bite of that dog biscuit. It's well, I there, so during terrible. the pandemic, there was there was. A, you know, people were selling boxes of grape nuts on eBay. 
But why? Like who? I don't know. Because that's there's a a certain demographic that really enjoys grape nuts. I guess. You know, speaking of cereal, mm-hmm. uh, and I guess speaking of new developments with my wife, but uh, you know, so we both work on a university campus, and mm-hmm. so we have uh, there's these dining. They call them dining commons on the campus. Yeah. But it's like, that's the place, you know, wherever there's dorms, because there's like different areas on campus where there'll be like a cluster of dorms, there'll be a dining common there. And that's supposed to be where, you know, the freshmen that live in the dorms, part of what they're paying for is like, okay, you, you, you know, their parents are paying for, whoever's paying for, uh, for them to live in the dorms, it comes with this meal plan where mm-hmm. they just take their student ID and they walk into the yeah. dining common and swipe it. And then it's like all you can eat. Yeah. But- Anybody can go eat in the dorms or eat, eat in the dining commons. Like you don't have to be a freshman. It's like I can go eat in the dining commons. I just have to pay, right? Right. And uh, and considering like the price of food in general on campus has just gotten pretty ridiculous. Like we have these food trucks that come every day. I mean, there's there's plenty of other places to eat on campus. I'm just I'm highlighting the food truck thing. And there's been this food truck that's been coming to campus for like well over ten years. <laughs> the same truck. And they sell mm-hmm. like halal food. I don't know if you know about like halal. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, it's like this rice uh, with like chicken on top and like a little side salad. And they put like the sauce over the whole thing. And when they first showed up on campus, it was like six fifty, And now it's like double that. So it's like That's at sad. some point it's like this isn't even a good deal anymore. Like I can ride my bike downtown real fast and get – because it's not like it's great. Like I'm not saying it's not tasty, yeah, yeah. but it's like, you know, you get it. And, oh, 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 and it used to come with a drink. So you'd pay six fifty, and it's like, oh, here's your thing, and then you can have a can of soda or a bottle of water. Now it's like here's your food for double the price, and then if you want a beverage, you have to pay extra for it. So anyway, I'm not. This isn't for me to complain about the price of food on campus. I'm just saying that at, at this point, going to the dining common instead is actually a pretty decent deal. Yes, because it's less. It's like eleven dollars, but you can go in there. You can eat as much as you want, and then you know, especially at my age, I do that, and then I just skip dinner because I'm not even yeah. hungry. You mm-hmm. know. Um. As a side note, really quick, while you're thinking yeah. of where you're going to take it. Yeah, I just remember. Uh, I have ahead. a problem where if you go to like a buffet, where I go, if I go to a buffet, yeah, and it's you know you pay one amount, yeah, and you get as much as you want, yeah, I feel as though I get full so much faster. And that, is that like the MSG or whatever that fills you up, so you don't? I think it's old like, age like, is what it is. But the thing is, we is just I can't can, eat like we used to. If I had that food at home, yeah, like I would be able to, I'd go nuts. I know. But I don't know. I if think I go to a, a buffet, it's like I'm gonna have like one plate. Maybe go back for like yeah, like a, another know, scoop of something I like, I and then know. maybe a dessert. I don't know. I think it's a psychological thing personally, but uh, yeah. But anyway, so uh, the the only reason I brought any of this up in the first place is like so you know they you can get breakfast, lunch, and dinner there, right? If you go at breakfast time, mm-hmm. they serve breakfast, blah blah blah, right? But uh, they have uh, cereal all day long. Because why they're not going to put away the cereal, right? And they're not going to put away yeah. the milk because people drink milk. So you can go to this one spot, and there's like I don't know, I'll say eight sort of like hoppers, or whatever you want to call it, where you put a yeah, bowl underneath they, it and pull a crank. Yeah. Okay. And it yeah, like yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about with the twisty thing, like at a hotel. This one you pull you pull down a lever, and like cereal starts coming out. 
And so can you imagine, you can just go pay like $11 and just have all you can eat cereal. That's, that's. Because then, you know, because there's like, you know, there's like stuff that's like, oh, well, we have like, you know, ra- I don't think they have grape nuts. I'm sorry. But, you know, they have like, you know, better for you. Like, oh, here's some raisin bran or whatever. But then they also have like Captain Crunch and Fruit Loops. Right. So they have like, they have something for everybody. Yeah. I've never done that, but I've always just kind of thought about, you know, I'm going to go over there and just go buck wild on. Like, I just I try not to eat breakfast cereal because I just feel like it's not, you know, it's not the best option for breakfast food as far as like. Yeah. Especially at my age. I just feel like, you know, I. I prefer to have cereal at, at other times. Well, I don't mean that. I just mean like to me, it's just junk food. Yeah, because I'm not eating grape nuts like you are. But I'm saying like you know every Christmas I want my Christmas crunch, and I always feel <laughs> I like grape garbage. Nuts in years, I just, really, like, you're I just, making it sound just... like you're eating them every morning. No, oh, all right, no, you were all oh no, I, I, I my, have not. I love my grape nuts. If if I do see grape nuts, I'll I will uh, reassess them. Okay, I mean they're 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 gross and they're garbage, but I don't know. I'm I'm not picky. Hmm. You know, it's funny. My wife was like. You know, she's been listening to the podcast. Oh, no. And she's like, well, why does Chris say you don't like food? <laughs> I'm like, because did I she, just like Did made... she listen to that episode where you're like, yeah, I just yeah, don't really yeah. like. Because now I feel like whenever I'm thinking of like, does it slap or should we eat it lists, I don't even put food on there anymore. You, you, you got to Because you're just going to eat like, it. it. You're it like, is, oh, it... it's food. I don't like that. No, like, listen, you, you're you looking way too into it. Like, I, I'm not picky when it comes to food and you know, I, there's certain things that I like, and there's certain yeah. things that I don't like. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not like. I do, I don't like food. Like I I I mean clearly, clearly I like food. You know. Yeah. But I'm just not like super picky. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll try to. Re- I, you should you should put food back on the menu. Right. I'll try to reintegrate the food. Okay. Um. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That was mostly about the cereal thing, but um, all right. Here I got I got another one for you here. Uh, well, I, I got two other things actually. Um, okay. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna do this one first. So here's my okay. question for you, since we don't even all hardly right. ever do that anymore. Um, <laughs> has there ever been any like band or just in general a musical act that you ever had like a love hate love? like relationship right. with like I liked them I went through a period where I liked them then I strongly disliked them then I went back to liking them um mm. you know can it be hate love hate sure yeah I mean I'm not trying to <laughs> I mean cause you know like the offspring would be a good example of that. I like I kind of hate uh, have always kind of hated the offspring. Yeah. But then you know, like anybody who played Crazy Taxi, I feel like yeah. that will make them fall in love with offspring for a little bit. Yeah. And then I went back to hating them as soon as, you know, uh Pretty Fly for a White Guy and that other one. Yeah. came out. Yeah. I mean, does that is that work? I mean, I've always hated just the offspring. I always hated like his his voice. Oh. What's his name? Dexter. Something. Dexter Holland. I think Dexter Holland. Yeah. yeah. But apparently he's 
like a super genius. Yeah, he has a PhD in like, I think he has a PhD in biochemistry. Actually, we should get him on the show <laughs> and ask, ask him about, about BPA BPA. stuff. Yeah, you know, um, uh, you know, it's funny because, so like, it, my my daughter, she's almost eleven, and we've been kind of going through, uh, you know, like she's getting a little bit older, and yeah. she's been getting more interested in music, and then like right. other things. For instance, uh, we've been going out like I didn't is someone who doesn't even like really like baseball we've been going out and she got a uh baseball glove at oh, Target man. recently so you can play catch and we with go it. out there and we and we play catch we've been oh, playing catch I'm so jealous I have nobody to play catch with and it's it's you know it's this I never played any sports except for little league really yeah. and that was for one year and I hated it but it is really really fun to play catch. Oh my, yeah. I love like, it. We're, we're, I, I miss it so much. I have my baseball glove is right there. Yeah, I need to I get ever... one, but they're they're super expensive. Yeah, but you got to get a good I mean, one, dude. If you get a good baseball glove, it'll last the rest of your life. Well, I mean, that's I would probably will end up having to do that. Yeah. And like go to you know, just I th- I go to like a sporting go to like Dick, I don't know if you have like Dick Sporting Goods there or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like go there and get like a decent baseball. I know, but it's like glove. it's like 80 like I 70 know, 80 dollars I, I know i know which I, I am totally fine with you know and get but, you know way, get it all oiled up and put a put a ball on it and wrap it up real tight and put it under your pillow like you do it upright <laughs> you know to but break it's, it in it's been really fun because the the ball that we got you know it's kind of it's it's solid but it's got a little bit of a softness to it yeah so it's so not I, it's not a baseball i can, I can like, chuck it uh, to her uh, yeah, she, I mean, she's not there yet. She's just kind of like getting. No, like, no, it's a fine. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just at, it's a clarification question. That's but all. I can, I can grab it. You know, I can catch it with a bare hand. Oh wow! All right. And it's like, it's not like that. Yeah. You know, I didn't. I don't want it to. You know, for her to throw it. Yeah. And. You know, like I don't want her to get hurt because she's still kind of she is having a hard time, like, you know, like using her other hand, I guess, to assist with catching it. Yeah. You know, like you catch it, but you got it. You can. Yes. I don't know, like based on like what I know about it, uh, but it's it's been it's been really fun. So uh, for a while there, we were going out like after dinner, but before the clocks changed, uh, it would be getting dark, and yeah, she's fine with it because these these ball the balls that we got, you know, they're they're neon green, and one is neon pink, and easy for her to see. But like I'm. You know, getting old, and it's like I can't see this once it's like in the air. Yeah. Until it's it's close enough, I got to hope that I catch it. Yeah. But now that the the time has changed, we were out there yesterday until seven o'clock, and you know that that that's a big breakthrough, I guess, like to be doing that because we had gone down to the park and you know I, we got a wiffle ball bat. Yeah. And I I think a big part of like the thing that kind of spurred it on is that. Uh. My son, who is eight, his friends are like in the baseball and they want to play baseball. And he's like, no, I'm I'm not going to go because they're going to play baseball. Because I think that he doesn't have the confidence to like understand how to play it or to get up there and know what to do. Yeah. So we've been doing stuff like that. You know, like I've been, you know, giving him the wiffle ball bat and just like kind of tossing stuff just to make him more comfortable with like understanding how it how it it how you play it and how it works yeah 
because like even though I've never been like a big sports person, I do feel like it's just it's just a good thing to to know in life. Yeah. You know, if even if you don't like it, it's a good thing to understand it and like to an extent. That was like one of the main things we used to do outside when I was a kid. Is just play like baseball. Play baseball. Oh, like, okay. Even if there was only a few of us, you know, you'd have ghost runners and stuff like that, you know, and just mm-hmm. um yeah. I mean I just have a lot of great memories of playing baseball out in the street, you know, when I was a kid, you know. Yeah, and that, so, that's that's cool. I mean I, I like I want to keep on doing it where you know, I want to go out and like I you know, throw the ball to her in different ways. I'll, I'll throw it yeah. high. I'll like roll it along the ground. And I think that a big thing is that she, I think like some of the boys at school were like, Oh, girls can't play these things. And she's like, I want to learn how to play so I can show them. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty you know, stupid there... that I don't understand why boys play baseball and girls play softball, especially in this. Yeah, I don't age. really know why. Like what's like, the difference? Because I mean, the oh, the ball's bigger and you pitch it differently, right? Is that is yeah? That, but like, they, the you ever you ever watch like like girls like you know collegiate softball? The way like, they, they pitch, pitch it differently like because it's underhand, but it's still like ridiculously fast. And like, there's nothing soft about a softball. I don't no, even know why no, they're called that. Like, if you get hit with a softball, it's still gonna hurt. Yeah. It's like well, why? I mean, why doesn't everybody I, just play baseball? I don't know. I don't know like, why that works out like that, but. She said, you know, I wonder if I could play baseball. It's in, in school like when I, when we, you know, when I get a little bit older. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, you'll probably, you could play softball because that's probably what's going to be offered. And yeah. I said, oh, they pitch it like underhand and here's how you, they do it. And I didn't even understand how they do it. I don't either. It's like. It looks crazy. It, it almost seems like it takes more like power. It seems like a good way just, to dislocate your shoulder. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but so that's, that's been really fun. So afterwards we came inside and my wife was going out with some friends last night to like a, like a book club thing that she's in. So <laughs> we came inside and she's like, can, can we watch music videos? Cause wow. I was just thinking, I was talking about, cause she's been getting into like listening to music at school. Like she's been really getting into like eighties music. Cause you, you set her up with that iPod shuffle. She's still, well, that was, that was a part of it, but that was also like, they have a thing at school where she can, you know, uh, it like plays certain things for her. And then it's like a quiz thing. Oh, and she's been like exploring like different music videos. And I'm like, Oh, we can watch music videos. So I brought that up on the Apple TV and just going through different stuff. Yeah. And it's cool. I mean, there's there's playlists of like 80s and 90s and obviously I have a stronger attachment to like the 90s yeah. music videos. And that way if if something comes on you don't like, you can just skip it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But oh, like there's like it's really interesting because she really got into like the ridiculous ones, you know, because I had to explain to her that music videos they allowed people to be more experimental because the budget, like they could never do this kind of stuff for like a movie, yeah. but with like this micro budget, they could just do something that's like completely wild and weird. Yeah. But uh, I mean, can you give an example of a ridiculous one? Oh, hundred yeah. percent. Um, she was like way into uh Peter Gabriel's sledgehammer. Oh my God. I love that video. It's a, it's a great video, right? Yeah. And you know, it's all like stop motion, like, and she was just like glued to it the entire time. Yeah. 
And uh, after that, we I started looking for like weird music videos because there's plenty of them out there. But I, you know, had to just scroll through and see what there was. And she really um, got into <laughs> into the uh, the cars. You might think where like it's he is like Rick Ocasek is like in like everything. Like he's like outside her house, grabs her like like King Kong. Yeah. I don't and know. She, like rolls up her lipstick and he comes out of the lipstick and oh it's just goodness. like it's it's ridiculous. I just I can't but I can't conjure like, up the music video in my head for that one. You'll have you'll have to watch it afterwards. But she yeah. was so into that too. She was just like dying like laughing at this stuff. So you know, it's 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 kind of neat seeing her th- like see these music videos and uh you know, with with, with Sledgehammer, I said this was the music video of the year this year, the year that this came out. I remember that was the year we got MTV was the year that came out. And it was like, that was, they would play that at least once an hour and I would always watch it. Yeah. Like there's plenty of other songs that came on where like, I don't like this one. But anytime mm-hmm. I heard the beginning of Sledgehammer, I sat down and, and watched the whole thing because I loved it. You see like the blood, like going through the veins or whatever. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's a great video. So the dancing chickens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in it's even the, the song itself is like is so weird. It is, but you know the, one thing I don't know if I ever mentioned this anywhere else, but like that was really the only way I'd ever listen to that. You know, was just on M- it was on MTV so much that that's just how I know the, the song or just like get an album or anything. Well, I was like nine. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, I mean, it's same but, here. But was, now I have the CD. And like I, you know, I stuck it in, you know, my stereo one day, you know, in the living room and, and listened to it and like, man, like that, everybody's talks about like dire straits as far as like how those albums are like so expertly engineered. And like, mm-hmm. I would say the same thing about that, that Peter Gabriel uh, album. Like if you've never listened to it, like on your stereo, like put it on. Cause I mean, Sledgehammer, like I'm talking about, like I was listening to Sledgehammer through the little monaural speaker in like our yeah. RCA console television, but like you put Sledgehammer on on like a nice hi-fi system, mm-hmm. sounds really really good. I'm gonna, I'm going to do that when we're done recording this podcast. I'm going to put that on, yeah, and uh, just like listen to what it sounds like because I don't think that I've ever heard it off of an album. I've only heard it associated with the music video, right? Which would just be through the yeah. I mean that whole TV. album is very good. So yeah. That's not the one with, that's not so, is it? It is, yeah. Oh, I, I have that on vinyl, actually. <clears throat> well, there like, you go. You can listen well, to it I'll that listen way. to that, then. Yeah. All right, sorry about the tangent. but I've been... Oh, I don't care. That's what this show's all about, is the tangents. <laughs> um, all right, what was, what was the other question? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, before we get to the other question, just real quick, you know, because you sent me that uh, thing, was it yesterday, about... Um, Stop Making Sense getting re-released. And, right, yeah. Uh, I mean, just since we're talking about music, uh, I'm pretty excited about that. So for anybody that doesn't know, we're talking about uh, Talking Heads. They had uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the film Stop Making Sense, like a concert film. Was it, I think it was Jonathan Demme that did that, I yeah. think. And you know, everybody talks Jay about- and Jonathan Demme direct the uh, Silence of the Lambs. I believe so, yeah. There you go. It all comes back. <laughs> We'll have to ask uh, next, you know, in episode twenty-three, if if we can get Buffalo Bill back on, we should ask him what it was like uh, working with Jonathan Demi. Um, I mean, it's pretty cool, uh, you know. I um, 
everybody always says it's like one of the greatest, if not the greatest concert film mm-hmm. uh, ever made. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but it is really, really good. And uh, one thing that's really cool, though, you know, obviously that's like I don't know how long it is exactly, but, you know, it's pretty long because it's like a feature length film. And so when they released the soundtrack for it, you know, they they couldn't put the entire playlist, you know, or whatever set list, I should say, on. Right. You know, they had to cut some stuff out, which mm-hmm. I always thought that kind of sucked just because there were some songs that I thought were really good that didn't make the cut. And then uh, later they came out with like an extended, you know, cause a CD can hold more than, yeah, you know? And, um, you know, I think they were really limited back in the day by what vinyl could hold. And so I think, you know, it would obviously it also came out on cassette, but I think they just released the same thing that came out on, on vinyl. But so later they released a CD that was like an expanded edition. Where they put some of the songs back and then I just saw on the link you sent me that, they're releasing like a double vinyl that has like all of the songs on it, which. And you're going to buy that, I assume. I mean, I don't, I'll have to look. I have the expanded CD, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and I have the original version on vinyl. So I do, I really need like another copy of stop making sense. Uh, maybe not, right. but, um, but if, it really if you, is. If you have an opportunity to see that in the theater. Are you going to go? I would love to. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I mean, I've never seen the whole thing as I've told yeah. you before. You were, you were aghast. I was just a little bit surprised. Thing. I mean, just because you're a music guy, so you know. But I mean, there's yeah. plenty of stuff where you'd be you'd be aghast if I said I hadn't, you know, <laughs> seen this or listened to that or or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so okay. So this changing topics, but so this was the last thing that uh, that I had. Um, I've been playing a lot of uh, PlayStation lately, mm-hmm. like PlayStation One. Like if I say PlayStation, I mean the original PlayStation. Yeah. Um. Although you know now, now you know nobody can call the Game Boy the Game Boy. They have to call it the DMG, which I I <laughs> I, I cannot stand that. So maybe we need to start doing the same thing with the PlayStation. Well, if you say PlayStation, you could mean you know there's been five PlayStation, you know, and then you know, and then there's the portable systems and whatnot. And then if you call it a PSX, some people don't like that. So oh, like people get real upset about. Maybe we should start PSX calling now. it the the SCPH. You know, I was playing the SCPH, you know, because that's like the the letter. So PS One doesn't count. I guess it does, but to me, the PS One is the little redesigned PlayStation. See, I just I I think a PS One is just like the entire. Oh yeah, no, no. no. If somebody calls it the PS One, like I'm fine. I don't care. Like that's. Mm -hmm. I just want to know what you're talking about. If someone says PS One, like fine with me. But I'm saying like somebody else, you could use the same. The same reason you can't call the PSX the PSX. Well, the PSX was a PS2 based DVR that was released in 2004 or whatever, you know. Like, I know that um, you can't call that, but it's. But I know, do. Before that came out. It's the PSX. We all called it the PSX. And anytime anybody yeah. wants to argue with me about it, you just told me how old you are. Because obviously yes. you were not around <laughs> when we were all calling it the PSX. Anyway, that's not really what I wanted to talk about. So. Uh, I've just been playing a lot of PlayStation uh, lately because I'm trying to to do the next magazine read through, which mm-hmm. again is just frustrating because like I want to do it, but then like the table where I do it, I'm having to like drag away from the wall and whatnot and pile a bunch of stuff on top of. But uh, um, anyway, like you know, I'm playing the PlayStation and you know I I love uh, that system, and it always makes me think about you know I don't know if you get asked this ever I get asked this. I've been asked this many times just because of my show. Like, 
people always want to know, like, what's your favorite video game system? And Mm -hmm. sort of my canned answer is that, you know, it's the systems I grew up with. So it's the NES, the Genesis, and the PlayStation. And I I don't even try to pick between them. That's just, like, those are my three that stand above everything else because, like, you know, I had those when they were current. And, Mm -hmm. you know, those were, like, those were my jam at, at the time. Yeah. And so for me, it's just, like, whichever one I'm playing... I'm I'm thinking like oh my god this is the greatest video game system like ever like if I'm going through a period where I'm playing a lot of NES I'm mm-hmm. like oh you know if I could only ever have one system again it would be this one but then if I'm playing the Genesis I think the same thing and then if I'm playing the PlayStation uh, I think uh, the same thing so uh, I'm just kind of bouncing that off of you and like I you know do you have you know do, like do you have a special affinity for the systems you grew up with and like do you have a hard time oh, picking between yeah. them or do you have one where it's like an easy answer of like, if I could only ever play one system again, it would be this one? I mean, it's it's gonna it's gonna be between the Genesis, PS One, and um, and Super NES, really. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just if I was going to have to choose like any system, it would probably be one of those three systems. But it's interesting because the PS One is something that I think. When it was current, I remember thinking, oh, I'll, I will never feel about this system like I do about the Genesis or Super Nintendo. And now I look back on it, I'm like, I, you know, I think the PS1 might be the best system ever made. And just just the way it is. And I'm, I'm okay with that. You know, and just like the, the, like the breadth of different kinds of games on it is yeah. incredible. Yeah. And not only did you have like the perfection of 2D that you got with like the Genesis and Super Nintendo, but you had, you know, interesting 3D games, which aren't weren't always like amazing. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it was it was interesting to see like, what they were trying to do, like figuring it out, you know, and there's certain it's, it's interesting because uh, it's really cool to see where uh, things that became more commonplace like kind of started, I guess, during that generation. Like what? Uh, one example I like to talk about is um, so Mega Man Legends Two. If you put a DualShock like controller and you play it with DualShock, it has like really really modern feeling controls. Like move on the left stick and look on the right stick, and your shooting is on your shoulder buttons. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing how ahead of it t- its time it was. Like that game specifically yeah yeah i mean i think it was the biggest leap between generations yeah yeah so and um, you know you got the 240p yes graphics and you know if you have the right tv for it you know it's that's great i feel like it's a big part of the reason that i don't play like ps2 and gamecube is it's just a little bit more difficult to get it to look as crisp as well, on like a modern, like I just feel like PS2, GameCube, like if you have like a consumer grade CRT, mm-hmm. that's like, it's going to look the best, you know, but like even on like a PVM, you know, it, it looks a little bit jittery. Yeah. Like 480i oh, yeah. content has that little bit of a jitter to it that kind of makes my mm-hmm. eyeballs go crazy, you know? Yeah. And, but you know, but if you it, play it, like it on a regular TV. It does make it look TV, really crisp. Like the interlacing does make it look really crisp. I'm, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying I would rather, like, I, I, you know, I don't really have room for one, but, like, I would love to have just a regular TV 
from like the nineties yeah. for playing, playing that stuff on, you know, I've, I've been going through that lately with the GameCube because oh, I just yeah, got, I saw you playing prime one cause you got the, well, cause I got that mem, the mem card pro GC, you know, and so I wanted to kind of just mess around with that, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, so I'd gotten out, I bought those component cables that Retrobit is selling the, uh, Oh, the prism or yes, whatever. Yes. Thank you. The prism. And, you know, I plugged it into my BVM and I, I had to use, a um, uh, something that I got from Mike, Mike Chi, like the, he had like the retro tank guy, you know, he makes, yeah. um, he makes a or he made, I don't know if he still does a component to SCART. Like he makes a, yes. he makes SCART to component and then also component to SCART. It's RGB two separate to comp things. or something like that. Right. Yes. Or there's comp. like comp to RGB and then there's RGB to comp. So yeah. anyway, like I just, I didn't want to have to pull the BVM. I have to pull it away from the wall to get back mm-hmm. there and plug thing. I just didn't want to do that. So I just used yeah. the comp to RGB to plug the component cables uh, into a SCART cable that I could just plug into my SCART switch box or whatever. But, you know, like I'm playing it, and I thought, like, this image doesn't look, like it looks just sort of like the colors are not really popping at all. And I'm playing, yeah. like, Mario Kart, where it's, like, super colorful. Yeah. And I'm like, why does this look so, like, drab? And because I even tweeted about it. I'm like, does anybody else that have one of these things, like, think it doesn't look all that great? And then I found, like, someone had done a review of those prism cables and actually taken measurements and found that like the image is like 15% darker Oh, com- <laughs> compared to using just like first party Nintendo uh, component cables. So, which I'm just saying, it's like, okay, you know, then that's still not really, I'm not, it's not like it's unplayable, but I'm saying it doesn't look very, it's like you play it and you're just like, like I have the mm-hmm. contrast on my monitor, like max out. Right. Just because I'm just trying to brighten up the picture, but I'm gonna try because I, I, you know, I've got my little 14 uh, inch PVM, and I still have S video cables, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna try plugging in the GameCube with S video and just see. Because I mean, on a 14 inch screen, are you really gonna? It's not gonna be a huge difference S video yeah. to component. So um, that Metroid Prime though, it's a pretty great game. Yeah, I still am waiting for my copy to get here for the Switch the, of the, mm-hmm. the remat. I ended up pre-ordering it from uh, Castlemania. Oh, nice. So Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's good. It was a really good re- re- remake slash remaster. I mean, yeah. It's kind of in, in between. Yeah. It exists in this place in between. I don't have a, I only have like a small stack of, uh, of GameCube games. So mm-hmm. like, I can't believe I, the price of GameCube games just went absolutely <sighs> crazy. <laughs> Yeah, th- luckily there's nothing that I want on the system that I don't already have. I I got really lucky in that I found a whole bunch of them at Goodwill. I got like Pikmin one and two for three dollars each. Yeah, uh, I got like all these different games at Goodwill for that system specifically, uh, like six years ago, six or seven years ago. Things yeah. that I didn't have when I was, you know, when I had the system originally. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I used to have it real a, cheap and. <clears throat> I used no, to have insane. a decent collection of, of GameCube games, but I got rid of all of it. Yeah. You should, when um, the GC loader comes, releases again, you should get one of those. That's yeah, the 100%. ODE. That's what I should do. Although the only game I can think of that, I mean, if I had something like that, there are many other games that I would like to check out for sure. But mm-hmm. like the main game I don't have that bothers me is I want the, the F-Zero game. Was that F-Zero oh, GX? Yeah. 
I can't believe they didn't remake that. That's in, insane to me that it has not gotten any yeah. sort of remaster. Uh, well, now, I, I, I mean, I'm, I think it's they, more insane that they've never made another. Like, why isn't there like an, uh, an original F-Zero game for the because, Switch? Because, in my opinion, I think it's because F-Zero GX is so good. Yeah. They don't know. They know that it can't be topped. But then why don't they just do like you said and just like, you know. So I, I've heard rumors that Miyamoto doesn't like it. Doesn't like F-Zero as a whole or doesn't like F-Zero GX? Doesn't like F-Zero GX. Okay, but then wouldn't that make him want, if, if you know, like you just said that it's, you know, whatever. No, because but he can't, if he, he can't Okay, but if he doesn't like it, then like let's way. see what you like. Like make an F-Zero game that's what you think F-Zero should be. Yeah, but you know what would happen is it would just get like Star Fox zeroed and yeah. it would be an- annoying to play. Oh, yeah. you can, you can play F zero, but you gotta like you can only play it handheld, and you gotta tilt oh, the system probably something terrible. stupid like that. That'd be terrible. Uh, yeah, but that I game's mean, like a, just... that game's like a hundred dollars now at least. Yeah, it's and it's it's worth it. There oh, is I know, but you know, it's directed by the same guy who made Super Monkey Ball, directed I, that game, and then what would like go on to Super Monkey Ball? What? So I do like. In fact, I have Super Monkey Ball right here. There it is. Because I have it it's disc great... only. It's the only disc only GameCube game I have. <laughs> but I was at a, I went to a game store and I was looking for a controller, and I looked through all their GameCube games and it was all like you know, NFL this and NBA that stuff I don't really yeah. want. And then the only game that was cool because I was looking for it is they had a loose copy of Super Monkey Ball. So I don't like buying loose games, especially especially for something like that. But because uh, I used to have, I had Monkey Ball one and two for the GameCube mm-hmm. before I got rid of my stuff, and I had F Zero GX. That I had a pretty decent. One, the first Monkey Ball is really, really good. Second one, it, I feel it kind of loses the plot a little bit. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know. It see it feels a lot more gimmicky. Like oh, you start this level, you got to hit this button to make things speed up or slow down. It feels a lot more like luck. But the first game is just expertly designed. It's yeah. just very pure and. You know, it's like same thing as happens with everything. Yeah. But the director of that, like, and and F Zero would go on to make the the Yakuza series. Yeah, it's funny. I can I can picture him in my head, but I can't remember what his name is. Uh, Nagoshi. I don't know what his first yeah. name is. But you should, if you ever get a chance, you should look up a photo of him, like before, like when he made Monkey Ball. Yeah. And then after he started making uh, Yakuza, uh-huh. like. He like totally transforms. Yeah, it's it's very funny. Yeah. All right. Uh, Do you want to you want to read a couple of emails? Uh, I don't know, man. We're already at ninety minutes. I think. I think maybe we <laughs> okay. should not do that today. Um, should probably wrap it up. But I'm trying. I'm trying to make that. Uh, oh, so that's what I was going to say about the, the magazine read through thing. Like I was thinking. I mean, I already thought about doing this with Nintendo Power, but um, I was thinking it'd be cool to do both. Like just start reading all the issues, uh, doing read throughs of all the issues in order. Like at least oh, for the yeah. first couple of years, because that's what, so. What I'm working on now is that it's PSM issue four. Uh, you know the PlayStation magazine. So mm-hmm. and I've kind of done like the first three or four issues of Nintendo Power, and I was thinking it'd be cool to just keep going with both of them and just doing them in order, and then just yeah. you know in between some of them throwing in like you know here's a game fan or an EGM or a Game Pro. Like I'm not. I don't want to ignore those, but I think it'd be cool to keep doing them in order, you know. But, yeah, or you could do. I mean, you got the first game fan. You could try. I know I'm going to. You, you should also you should check out the the second issue of 
of Game Master or something. Yeah, I'm going to. Sometime. I'm going to. I know. I have it. I got to do that. <laughs> but it's like one of the things I get frustrated about, you know, again, not to go back to that again, the whole basement thing is like I just, you know, I want to do these read-throughs. You feel motivated. So like, well, it's just, like I said, when I have to tear down my setup over there, it makes it difficult, you know. But yeah. hopefully that is over now, at least for a but while. But each, each time you put it back together, maybe it improves in some way. Well, I did. I, I got the same setup over there now that I have over here with the um, the monitor arm. And then, like, yeah. each one, it's like I have the camera that, you know, you're looking at me with pointing at me. And then I can swing an arm out pointed down at the desk over here. And I have mm-hmm. the exact same setup over there. So all I have to do is just, like, unclip my cameras and take them over there. And then, like, bam, magazine read through. Just like that. You yeah. know, I'm doing a, a certain, similar thing, right? It's, I can't, you can't see it. But I have, like, another arm right here that I'm able to shoot overhead. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's inspired by you. Like, all the stuff that I've been... Well, like it, the, but I just the, got it uh, from Caleb. I didn't come up with that. It's Caleb Pike, you know. Although, yeah, well, I guess having the 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 camera that points down that was my addition to mm-hmm. the Caleb Pike system because I mean that's a more special. How many people need a camera pointed down unless you're doing like you know like what like boxings Vol- or something, or like, like what Voltar's doing, you know, with the repair yeah. and stuff. Like then you need a second, but most people doing YouTube videos don't need that. So yeah. Oh, that's the other thing I was going to say. That was the reason I brought up the whole uh, like love hate love thing with bands. Mm-hmm. Was because uh, I went through that with you too. Because like oh, so you're back on the love for them? Yeah, but I went but are through you only like when I was like, like their old stuff. Uh, yeah, mostly. But like you know, when I got you know talking again about MTV, like when I got MTV, I remember like uh, that was after Joshua Tree had come out. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, where the streets have no name was played constantly. And I just thought yeah. that was kind of my first exposure, really, to U2 was Same Joshua name. Tree. And so I just thought right. they were, like, really cool. And then um, the two things that kind of happened that made me kind of temporarily be kind of turned off or whatever. Um, uh, one of them was when, like, they had that deal with Apple yeah. where, like, because that album Everyone is still the- on my phone. And it, I've never listened to it. And it's like, don't force me to like listen to your crap you know i don't i don't like that but um but the other thing was like i don't do you remember that show on on vh1 there was that show behind the music oh yeah that's great like uh yeah like so i used to watch that i just remember they had one about you too and like i I don't know i just feel like around that time like i saw that and maybe some other stuff with you too where i just felt like man these guys are like really full of themselves you know, and yeah, like yeah. to me, the best kind of person is the kind of person that should be full of themselves based on all their accomplishments, but isn't, yeah. you know. And yeah. um, so I think because I mean, b- before that, you know, like going back to mini discs again, that was like one of the mini discs I used to always carry around with me was I had um, you remember they, they had like two best of albums. There was like the best of from like, yeah, basically yeah. the 80s and then one from the 90s. Like I had the one from the 80s. Yeah, and I would listen to that like constantly, but yeah, um, I mean that's that, that tracks. I mean that was like the best time, really. Yeah, but and then you know, like I, I don't know, it's just like a lot of their night. They had some good stuff in the nineties. Like I'm not gonna say that like it's not like there was nothing good, but like some of that stuff, like uh, you know that song about you know she moves in mysterious way. I I just don't like yeah. that song particularly. Hmm. But like that song one, I think that was from that that came out in the nineties. That's a good one. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think that it's, I, I bet you like that. I mean, because they were, would do a thing where they would like do something different every single album, right? And that's like where like the yeah. Zeropa happened. And yeah. Then they kind of went back to like their own old style with that was wasn't Zuropa was when they had the that's I was meant remember when I was telling you you needed to come up with an alter ego for your karaoke yeah I think Zuropa was when Bono had that thing where he was the fly or whatever it was where he wore right. those crazy sunglasses and and it was like the fisheye lens on everything yeah I just but, remember I just remember that because there was that music video with uh with the edge just sitting there and he was just like singing like saying the words of the song like monotone yeah what and there's all this stuff happening to him i remember that people were just like screwing around with his like you know like tying like a rope around his face and it was it was was pretty funny yeah uh i don't know anyway that too is like definitely a band that i i can appreciate the like certain eras but i don't know i don't really think about them that much sure that's fine um, but anyway, that thinking about behind the music just kind of got me thinking about, cause I mean, that show was good for the time, you know? And mm-hmm. of course, because it was from a major network, they had like access to the musicians and they could like interview right. them and whatnot. But you know, it's funny cause you know, now people complain. I mean, I know I complain and I think I'm not the only one about like a lot of the programming on cable TV, you know? Mm-hmm. And like you watch the history channel now and it's like, uh, uh, what is like antiques? What's Antique the one with Road the show? No, that's on Pawn, PBS. Pawn Stars. Well, yeah, stuff. no, it's Pawn Stars, and the other one on History Channel is those two guys that go out uh, hunting for antiques. And that is that Antique Roadshow or is no, that Antiques Roadshow is the one on PBS where like people bring their stuff in and get okay. it appraised. I can't remember the name of the other show, but like the other one, whatever the two the two dudes in the van, like that's a fine show. I don't have a problem with it. Pawn Stars, I could live without, but. The point is, is like a lot of the stuff that people used to associate with the History Channel is just not there anymore, you know? Oh, and I mean, it's can, certainly not history related anymore. <laughs> well, right. I'm saying, yeah, they don't ha- they don't make that kind of stuff anymore. Or like, you know, you watch, I mean, VH1, I think, still exists, but there's not, they don't do like you behind the music about kind of stuff anymore. anymore. And I really think that, you know, it's because of like us, like guys like like us. Like, I think we've killed, or at least partially responsible for killing a lot of that kind of programming. Because, like, you know, you you look on, like, YouTube. Because I'm saying, like, you know, what was it? It was, like, G4. They just tried to, like, relaunch G4, like, last year or whatever. Wasn't it G4? Yeah. And it went, like, really badly, I think. Because nobody wants to see that anymore. Because it's, like, now there's, like, tons of guys like us on YouTube talking about video games. And doing a better job because we're more passionate about it that like nobody mm-hmm. wants to watch that stuff. And for like behind the music, there's I mean, there's tons of that kind of content on like, I mean, you know, I know that, you know, Pat Finnerty likes to make fun of Rick Beato. But like, you know, Rick Beato is a big enough presence on YouTube that like he can go, you know, he's had like interviews with guys like, yeah. you know, Pat Metheny and Billy Corgan. Yeah. So it's like when he's doing that, what's VH1 supposed to do? Because people would rather watch a guy like Rick Beato or like the, there's, I don't know if you ever watched the channel, uh, the professor of rock. Mm -mm. Uh, He does the same thing. He does all these deep dives into like these albums or songs. And then he's done interviews. Like he went, he went like to Europe and like went to like Alan Parsons house and did like a whole interview with him. Yeah. They can't compete with that really. Right. Because these people are like excited to do this stuff. 
Right. You know, I'm I'm not saying that people who made behind the music weren't excited to do what they were doing, but it's like I don't. It's it's different. You know, it's yeah. like people yeah, say, not, okay, I like I'm gonna I want to make this. I want this thing to exist. So yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm not trying to trash the other stuff. I'm just saying that, mm-hmm. like you know, people, you know, most people that start like a YouTube channel to do something are are very very passionate about it. Right. You know, and I think at least like in my case, I never started that thinking I was going to get, you know, that it was going to go anywhere. It's just like I thought it was cool, you know. Yeah. So because, you know, people have like compared some of my episodes to things like the that icons show that they had on on mm-hmm. G4. But, you know. I'm just making the point. I mean, there's tons of guys like me and tons of guys like you, like not just in the gaming sphere, but elsewhere. Yeah. And so in it's every like a sphere, really. Exactly. And so it's just like, why would, why would you watch that kind of content on TV when you can find, yeah. I'd be curious. Like I haven't seen VH1 in 20 years, probably. I mean, it's I probably no just overflow from MTV of just like, you know, 16. Yeah. Is it even called VH1 like anymore? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, MTV is still there, but they're showing like 16 and pregnant and stuff like that. Yeah. I haven't, I have no idea like what is going on with MTV now. I mean, there were like when I lived in New York, I did a lot of freelance work like on MTV stuff. Yeah. So I would kind of get an idea of what was happening. Yeah. But now I just have no idea. Well, they like, launched. That was what's the... cool about like the doing the watching the videos with my daughter last night. Yeah. Is that she doesn't have any context for certain things, and you know, like I can kind of give her some background on yeah. things, you know, and and it would just be like different things who that would come up. Like we watched one video, and then right after it was uh, Cranberry's Dream. Yeah. Dreams. And I was like, oh, you know, like she just died a couple of years ago. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it's like so, so many of the things that we saw is like, oh, they're dead now. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, MTV has that uh, new channel they launched to call like MTV Classic or something where it just shows music videos all day. But that sounds awesome. I didn't realize that it sounds awesome, but it's not actually. I mean, they'll have blocks where it's like, okay, it's rock or now it's going to be hip hop or whatever. And like, that's cool. But like, they stripped away everything that made MTV MTV, you know, like there's no VJs yeah. of any kind anymore. Like there's no intro. There's no, it's just like, here's a bunch of commercials. Here's three videos. Here's more commercials. Mm. It's like, here's it's like three the radio videos. essentially, but without, I guess it's even, not even as good as the radio. At least the radio has a DJ and, and there's like, yeah, there's just nothing. Stuff. They, they even got rid of uh, uh, and I, this, I really don't understand. They got rid of like their classic Chiron, the, the one that I use on my show now, like that just says like, the, the name of the real, band. I, and the, I thought that'd be like burned into the right. Video. No, it's like now it's you not. watch it and it's just like some you know generic you know font and it's horrible. It, I don't know. It's just it's it's if you took MTV and stripped that, out all the like personality, then you'd end up with what MTV. And especially when you're talking about you know how you can just load up a playlist of videos on like Apple TV or I mean heck like you can just do it on YouTube right like every oh yeah yeah 100%. every major band ever has like one of those vivo or whatever channels Mm -hmm. right and there's people have used those to make playlists so like why would you watch any of that on mtv when they're not bringing anything extra to the table you know which is just stupid because like most of those classic you know the the v8 or the mtv vjs from the classic era they're all on satellite radio now so it's not like they're not still around and working in the business but MTV is just trying to do that as cheaply as possible. And so it turns it into something that nobody wants to watch. And then what they'll end up doing is, is shutting it down 
and then saying, well, we tried to bring videos back. You can see nobody wants to watch them. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's like you so didn't we're even. Gonna br- we're going to bring it back, but we're going to do it in the. It's like not even half assed. It's like they co- they like quarter assed it. Like they're intentionally trying to kneecap it from like, so that they can say we tried it and then. I mean, maybe I'm not going that far, but I'm get, saying like get they didn't now get off my back. They put, put the no effort into it, and then they'll end up using that as an excuse for why they don't yeah. show videos anymore. Like so many things these yeah. days. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's an hour and forty five. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's gonna. It's a good one. I hope so. We'll see. We'll um, read some emails. We'll we'll double up on the emails. Yeah, episode. we just you know it got away from us this time. You know this episode was just like a it was like a runaway freight train. Although you yeah. live in Ohio, so I shouldn't talk about freight trains. But Oof. um, yeah. Anyway, uh, that was episode uh, twenty two. Uh, the double deuces of uh, <laughs> here's my question for you. And, the double deuce. Uh, no, yes. isn't the barn. In Roadhouse, I don't remember. Oh. Uh, send yeah. us an email. Here's my podcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's about it. Yeah. Oh, oh, real quick. Somebody hit us up on Twitter. I don't know if you saw that because we we're talking. We we're talking about Sylvester Stallone last time, and mm-hmm. uh, he brought up the movie Cobra. So oh, yeah, because we didn't we didn't mention that one. I forgot. He said which it's on. Uh, you can watch it on one of the streaming services right now. Oh, did I, th- I think it was. H- or did James Cameron write that? I think it was HBO Max. I don't know, but I'm saying if it's on HBO Max, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Cobra again. Yeah, I don't I don't remember anything about that movie. I just I can see the uh, the VHS the box VHS. with the with, yeah, with the holding... aviator glasses with yeah, the, with the mirror the, the, the gun with the scope on it with the laser yeah. scope on it. Yeah. How can you not want to watch that? I gotta, I'm gonna watch that maybe today or something. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, sounds like a good Friday wrong. night movie to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, that's it. And uh, everybody have a good week. And thanks for listening slash watching. And uh, we'll see you next time. Take care. <laughs>